Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 367 of Pixels and Ink, the official podcast of CG Magazine, where we take a critical eye to gaming, comics, tech, and media. I am your host today, Krista Hoog, and I'm joined by our editor-in-chief, Brendan Fry. Heyo there. Jordan Biorti. That's me. And Dana Eileen. Hello. And uh, we got uh, got some interesting stuff to talk about this week, actually. Uh, we'll start off with some Marvel casting news. We talked a little bit about some prospects last week, but uh, this one kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Will Poulter has been confirmed to be playing Adam Warlock for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And uh, who is, is he exactly? Poulter or Adam Warlock? Uh- uh, <laughs> <both>. <laughs> uh well did you ever see the narnia movies sure. uh I, was there more than one there's like or we're the millers were the millers the, Midsommar, the <laughs> i heard midsommar was really like Midsommar's out there good. and weird is that the boyfriend of midsummer apparently yeah i i had no idea he was in the, i still haven't even seen that movie but um this this might be the most uh, recognizable thing. You know that meme of the of the guy going, "You guys are getting paid." Yeah. No, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he okay. He was the he was the friend. <laughs> you guys seriously? Was... Nobody saw We're in the Millers. I realized I it's did, not yeah. like yeah. That's, that's, he's... That, that's where that scene comes from. Yeah, he's like the the super dirty kid in that. Ew. But here's uh... the kicker: who I thought he was a minute ago. I'm trying to. I thought he was Cameron Monaghan. <laughs> He is not. That is another oh. ginger. <laughs> so I that's just very, realized they are a, not the same person. That's Different a very interesting ginger. optional choice. Sorry, well, yeah, dude. I, ha- I haven't watched the cinematic classic known as We're the Millers. <laughs> that's, that's, that's starring Ted Lasso, you know. It's a great True. movie. Let's go. Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Pretty funny. Anyway, so Anyways, until yeah. about three seconds ago, I thought it was a different person. But that's fine. <laughs> Now I'm more confused. <laughs> I don't know much about Adam Warlock though. So yeah, yeah who's that? I'm not I'm not super versed on like the, this deep cosmic Marvel lore, but like uh, he's deeply involved in like the Infinity Gems. Does he watch um, too? Is he the one who watches? Oh, is he the one? That... <laughs> I don't know. I, I I believe he's much more active than the Watcher. Um, yeah, he's is he, he is, an like, he's... actual warlock. Possibly. He's somewhat synthetic, I, I think, in some of the different versions of Oh, the he's that's the guy that they teased at the end of Guardians 2. They, they teased oh, him in yeah. both movies, really, because I think, yeah, this, his, there's some th- artifact of his in Guardians 1 and then in Guardians 2, like the the Sovereign, whatever that race is called, the, the Gold Aliens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, like, that in the comics is the race that makes him, essentially. Yeah, as she yeah. says, I shall call him Adam. Genetically engineered as the perfect being, the hero known as Adam Warlock uses his superhuman strength and cosmic powers to protect the universe from dark its darkest forces, including the one within himself. Oh, drama! But he, he doesn't summon skeletons. No, but I was air punching because I got excited by the drama. <laughs> <laughs> so basically he's showing up a bit too late for the Infinity Saga, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, better late than never. Yeah, and like a, to, I'm maybe... like looking at pictures of Adam Warlock now because, like, this guy in my mind looks like a little boy child, like that nerdy little geek. Which I'm sure now I'm gonna go look at like thirst traps of him just to feel better. But uh, <laughs> well, no, this Adam I'm Warlock character at. looks like he looks like, like Robin in this like original like I guess first issue of comic. He's on the cover, good. and he kind of has like a Robin outfit. 
That's got a little fair. onesie going on. Well, you know what I want for my superheroes? Onesies. And he's holding his cape by like <laughs> the like corners, like a little weirdo. I like You're this not guy. Will Poulter was in a movie called Detroit. <laughs> Looks crazy. Oh, I don't like when he looks like a serious grown man. Oh. Yeah, like it's it's kind of funny because I've only seen him in like roles where he's being kind of a dork. Like in yeah. Narnia, he's kind of the sniveling, cowardly cousin to the main characters. Oh, yeah. Um, and in, in uh, where the Millers, he's like a skeevy little bastard. So like, <laughs> wait, uh, Brendan, you watched Black Mirror, right? Yes. Did you watch a uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch? Yeah, it's the. Oh yeah, he was like a weird blonde dude in that one. It's weird. Yeah, that's what I just saw. So. Like I again, I'm like I'm with Chris. I've only seen him like this nerdy little dude, so I'm excited to see how that goes. Or extremely disappointed. I don't know. Plus, like James <laughs> James Gunn vouched for him, like when he confirmed this on Twitter. So like, yeah. a- after what he did with Batista's career, uh, I think yeah. he yeah. Can pretty mad. much do I anything. Maybe do what he wants. I like it. So far, so far, I'd say the Marvel casting has been pretty like spot on. So yeah, I think so. They haven't, yeah, they haven't really made a bad choice yet. So Even... um, sure. You, I mean, who would you say like was like bad? Them. I'm not. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sound like you were doubting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like there, there's definitely been characters that I've looked at and been like, uh, what? Oh, excuse me, and then watched it and been like, nope. I'm sorry. I take it back. Whatever you say. Done and done. So. Yeah, like that's yeah, pretty much no. the entire Guardians cast. Like, yes, before that, that movie, no one knew who the hell they were. I mean, yeah, I, I would, I would have never, I would have, I would have never believed like Michael Rooker as like any kind of actor based on his performance of The Walking Dead, and then like he actually like turned it out in Guardians too. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like he almost made me cry. I was like, you bastard! How dare you! <laughs> You're not allowed to do this, Merle. That last moment, yeah, Merle. Where's your hand? No, that's what, awesome. What's I'm next, Norman Reedus? Oh, well, excuse me. Norman Reedus had, per, had a star-making turd in uh, Death Stranding. I'll have you know. So, oh yes, those mo- taking those monsters is truly epic. <laughs> Caring for that jar baby and running around in the weird ghost apocalypse, drinking monster so... uh, while Energy wearing cap suits. Yeah, that's <laughs> and also pooping and peeing and also, showering. Also, to be fair, yeah. you have to remember the main the main point. All water in that world is turned into monster. Yes, it gets turned into monster. Yes. At some point. Yes, so you, yes. all drinking water is turned into monster. But, I, but like, the Great. the rain makes you old, so I don't it's know like how that, that applies to, like, regular water also. <laughs> so you have to filter it and turn it into monster. Yeah, and to turn it into monster. <laughs> this is dumb. Oh, wow. <laughs> it is a great game. I will defend that to my dying breath. Oh, I should not have brought up Norman Reedus. That was a mistake on my part. Yeah. Um, okay. Jordan likes Death Stranding, and that's a choice. <laughs> it's a whole ass choice. It's a, it's a serious lifestyle choice. Okay. But uh, moving it's along to more choice. Marvel news, uh, <laughs> Marvel released a semi new trailer for Hawkeye today uh, and announced Maybe. that the first two episodes now will debut on the same day on November 24th. Uh, and Dana has feelings about I this. I do have feelings. And I'm just saying that the squeak in your voice, doubting my feelings, <laughs> really <laughs> upset me there. And I'm taking it personally. Okay, <sighs> semi-new, whatever. My feelings are new, okay? They're new. It, it certainly form. looks like a media product. He you know no longer has like? a mullet, so I'm happy. It looks like a mixture of Home Alone and Die Hard. That's what I feel when I watch it, that. It, and I'm like, it, oh, it it's... It sure looks like something. It's, oh, it, 
I, I don't know how to explain how I feel, which I guess makes a podcast bad. Did we watch the same trailer? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's all I got. Like the the beginning where it's all warm and fuzzy and like Merry Christmas and then goes into this action thing. I very much got like the beginning of like Home Alone vibes and then like throw a little Die Hard with some Disney thrown on top. I'm not See, happy. Yeah, like I, I, I was only it thinking seems... Die Hard through the trailers for this show. Oh, it just it feels real cheese. I want it to I mean, not be cheese. Did John McClane actively run around with a bow and arrow sniping dudes out? Oh, it's but like, you know, the a... whole the whole action movie set at Christmas thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but being set at Christmas so you're not gonna does make not, by dinner? virtue, like, like, make it, you know, Christmas related. Give me the vibe. Oh, you, you know they'll find a way to, like, get yeah. at least one Die Hard reference in there. Bruce Willis. Yeah, you know, that that, that, that would that would make a lot of sense. Like they they one hundred percent know what they're doing, setting an action movie at Christmas time. Like you can't avoid it. <laughs> Ten I suppose. years from now, people will be like, "What's your favorite Christmas show?" Hawkeye. Hawkeye. <laughs> and that's when we stopped being friends. <laughs> the end. No, I'm I, I'm kind of curious about the show though. Actually, like with uh, with Haley Steinfeld kind of taking up the Hawkeye thing after him, it seems, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, the, the trailers didn't do a whole lot for me though, like compared to how I said it, I was already for the concept. But yeah, I'll. It, they still got me day one, so. It, I just yeah, want to see. Him. I just want to see him in his costume. That's the thing that kills me is that they never put him in anything that really closely resembling his costume. Probably for a good reason though. His costume like, was yeah. fine. I mean, okay, okay I don't think they're going for fine, Jordan. Okay, which, which it was, costume too, like especially, yeah, especially like. Like you know, you, you you when you look at like the first Avengers movie, how much they kind of did with like bright, colorful costumes, like, and then Jeremy Renner's just running around in this like you know dumb black outfit. Like, he couldn't have been in his in his cool purple tights with his <laughs> he little had like some purple in uh, some of his. It was like an armband. He had purple. But you know, like that, it, didn't that you? classic design is just it's not. <laughs> no, it's not... I love classic Hawkeye. Really? That's a that's a whole. I, I I I genuinely do. I genuinely do. Hawkeye has always been one of my favorite of like the like Avengers, even like back in the day. I just have a huge crush on Jeremy Renner. That's I'm cool. that girl. Like, just is he cute? That's who I feel like today. That's all I care. So, h- I how did you feel about the the undercut in the Endgame then? Not yay nay. Great. <laughs> not that was a choice that was a choice like Just, jeremy yeah, renner is up there with like norman reedus and scuzzy men that i'm kind of in love with that's right uh, they they undercut did not help the situation just in case you were wondering that's that's valid <laughs> <laughs> actually fu- fu- funny you mentioned uh, home alone because one of the other new trailers we got this week was for the inexplicably uh i i <laughs> flabbergasted i this movie looks ridiculous uh disney plus original home alone sequel uh it's coming out uh starring ellie kemper um did you guys see this trailer yeah this is what part part six now part four how how many home alones have there been oh god too many this is oh i I, want to say it's the fourth but yeah there's way more than four home alones home alone kept going well after uh well, people only talk about the first three, so that must yeah, be the, only pretend like, the <laughs> any other ones must have been really bad. Yeah. Okay. Taking back the house, the holiday heist. There's at least four. There you go. That's that's, that's <laughs> even worse. That's somehow worse. 
There you go. <laughs> Today got bad. <laughs> don't ever doubt me, Chris. And, and, and we were hoping it, that there would be no downer news today on this episode. When it comes to knowing is. how many home alones there are, <laughs> you can always count on me. Well, be- better you than me, I suppose. You can be burdened with that knowledge. You can <laughs> carry that it's weight a, for us. It's a curse, but someone has to, to carry it. <laughs> Thanks for being the one. Thanks for taking one for the team. Or um, to hear me out here, they can just not make horrible movies like this. Because no, I'm, I'm fairly true. certain they were all like written by the same like guy who did the first one right? wasn't it one of the guys like who was, who was it it was like one of the, like the original like snl guys or sctv i want to say it wasn't it wasn't the farley brothers who that who was it who wrote uh john hughes actually Screenplay. was it john hughes oh yeah, yeah it was that's right yeah hughes i'm pretty sure even like all the all the like weird like third fourth and fifth ones were still written by hughes that like which is it's really like it's reputation. like genuinely like like it's genuinely like confusing why they are just all so like terribly garbage i i can see the second one being him as well but the third and fourth eh. um macaulay culkin like spoke out on twitter and he was like i i am i am not involved i wish them all luck that's fair okay, bye. So, yeah, yeah macaulay culkin's a pretty pretty stand-up dude when it comes he to this is. stuff not not at all um, scarred by doing this movie either. Oh, he's scarred by yeah. a lot of things. But, you know. <laughs> he's sending like warning emails to this kid. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm your future. <laughs> it's it, it's well, that I mean, scene like... from from Billy Madison when he shakes the kid like, "Don't do it, man." <laughs> oh man, you gotta stay here. <laughs> Don't do the film. That's I, I, I'm actually a little disappointed now. I'm just, I'm seeing that Streeter Seidel from College Humor back in the day is involved in the screenplay, and that makes me kind of sad. Or also kind of optimistic about this strangely weird that's a weird that's a dirty feeling i don't like that feeling yeah i don't blame you um speaking of 90s rival we also got to show this week for the new scream movie um just in time mm-hmm. for spooky season although it's also arriving in january which feels like it was definitely a COVID delay because that's not a good time for this but you, you, <laughs> you mean yeah. you mean you don't actually right corp- after christmas I'm, I'm down for some horror <laughs> i'm down yeah, didn't didn't I mean didn't weren't didn't the saws also go on like a little tradition of like releasing on Christmas Day for a little no, while? No, they were always horror. They were, always, were they, or were they always on Halloween? Yep, that's the thing. Why do I I weirdly remember like one of them coming out on Christmas or like it was some dumb movie like House of Wax or something. And I was like, why is this coming out Christmas Day? Some mm. people just wanna ruin the world. <laughs> they want to just get spooked. Well, I mean, you know, there's that part in the song right where there'll be scary ghost stories i'll do you one better why is house of wax why i mean yeah why indeed (laughs) (laughs) uh, this this scream uh what what are they calling it scream scream okay never mind sorry just scream apparently they're dream louder there's there's no need for ah. subtitles or any kind of uh, quantifying title um actually looks kind of good it could be terrible yeah. Nib Campbell, Nib Campbell and Charlie Cox are back again. I mean, what's what's? I dig it. I don't know. Yeah, Courtney I mean, Cox it's, it's like a... she's made of plastic. Nev Campbell apparently has not aged, yep. which is ridiculous, but it's fine. I'm fine. I mean, it does. It kind of comes on the heels to a lot of these movies that are having like this, like a resurgence, right? Because like Halloween isn't like the the next Halloween out sometime soon, with like Jamie Curtis reprising her role again. 
Mm-hmm. But the last one was there really you go. good. I heard so. it was good. I haven't watched that. I was never big on Halloween. I, I was raised on those movies. Like, I was way too young watching them. Way too young. Well, I, so. I was I was raised on uh, on Friday the 13th. That was always my go-to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Halloween, Friday the 13th, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, we used to watch Nightmare on Elm Street and laugh. So, that... Yeah, that's... but Nightmare on Elm Street, like, did kind of become a comedy at a certain point. It did. With, I think, the second or third on, it was a comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same with Leprechaun. We were talking about that the other day, Brendan. Oh, oh Leprechaun, Leprechaun got, got real weird. I think one of them was Leprechaun in the Hood. I'm yeah, in the sure Hood. That was like the were, well, was... were there. Ice Cube, Ice T. I'm not sure which. He, went space well, he goes to space. Too, yeah. yeah. Oh, fourth... I didn't know that. Yeah, Leprechaun in space. <laughs> yeah, I think he yeah. went to space before he went to the Hood. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Really he learned a lot in space. He's yeah. spreading the knowledge. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Jesus. Leprechaun. I haven't thought about that movie in forever. That was like the movie that you watched at a kid's house or like for a sleepover that, mm-hmm. they, that your parents yeah. would let you watch. That was Leprechaun 2 was that for me. I haven't thought about that in years. Evil Dead now, what was, was our sleepover what was, movie. What was scarier? Leprechaun or the the troll from Ernest Scared Stupid? Uh, the troll. The writing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is the correct answer, Brendan. Oh, man. <laughs> that thing yep. was horrifying. That oh, scene too, where where she looks under the bed and there's nothing there. Then she gets up on the bed and he's like there. Always scared me as a kid. And the the new Chucky. There's a Chucky TV show coming out too. Oh yeah, is it still oh, Mark okay. Hamill doing the voice? Uh, I don't actually remember. That's Mark what? Hamill? Yeah, he was in that in the last no, no. Chucky movie. It's, Mark it's, Hamill. Um, it's um, uh, the original the Chucky voice. It, right? Oh, get out of here! Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Still, yeah, someone should say it's what, what's his name again? Brad Dourif. Yeah. Wait, so they they stopped using the original guy, swiveled to Mark Hamill, and our swiveling. Well, back. yeah, because in the in the in the last like the last like Ch- uh, Chucky movie, movie that just yeah. came out, like yeah, like like was it like a year or two ago? Yeah, they actually the, swapped out. They uh, they swapped out for Mark Hamill, which I thought was a really interesting choice because you know Mark Hamill is an incredibly talented voice actor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. So, I just like he actually, they went he, to him and then yeah. went back to the other guy. That seems weird. Well, you know, you got to cash in on those on that nostalgia every now and again. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe he was busy. Yeah. <laughs> Being awesome. <laughs> he was busy recording this series slash movie. Fine, I guess he has things to do. Whatever. Yeah. Busy guy. You can't just be doing Chucky all the time. That's, That's all I want to do. He's a he's a rich <laughs> complex person, you know. Chucky gives sure. me heebie-jeebies. I don't like it. That's kind of his point, though. You know. I guess, but like, yeah. he's not scary. He murders, but he's not scary. But something about him irks me. Like, I don't. Who's I can the watch ball? the scariest of scary. Maybe I guess I've never been. I mean, I have children. There's dolls every now. I'm going to be freaked out about dolls on my. Yeah, table. just wait till one turns its head and looks at you. <laughs> why is that one looking at me? Just laying <laughs> on my table beside me in a bathrobe. I'm not sure why, but this is where it's going, guys. Like this is how it ends. You never had your kid's toy just randomly activate after the. Oh, done, absolutely. Right? We had one that was a ball, and I put it in my trunk one time, and there was no off button. So everywhere we drove, it was just going woo woo woo. Toy makers do not skip the off button on kids' toys. Do us oh all a solid. God. I will not yeah, buy but, your but toy d- if it doesn't have a power button. Unless but I Dana, really don't like can... the person I'm buying it for. 
you guys can relate to Chucky now because Chucky had a, a baby, didn't he? There you go. It was Child of Chucky. Chucky, wasn't there? What hasn't Chucky done yes. by this point? Like, like hasn't Chucky <laughs> yeah. gone like space what hasn't done? Something? Yeah, <laughs> hasn't he received his Nobel Peace Prize? It's like <laughs> these these franchises keep getting trotted out every two years, and it's like, what haven't they done yet? Like Chucky the forty second seconds. That didn't make sense. Anyway, <laughs> Chucky in the hood. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're just we're just waiting for Chucky to go to the hood now. I don't. Chucky want goes to camp with Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert: There's a troll. <laughs> Yo, that would be an amazing like giant crossover thing if they just like Chucky meets Ernest meets Jason. Well, I mean, I mean, the guy who played Ernest Freddy. is dead. Been has been. Yes, dead that is true. From cancer, that does put a damper on plans. Who yeah. died? The guy who played Ernest. Oh. Um. Uh, Jim Varney. Yep. Yeah. Lung cancer. If I'm not mistaken, because that guy that used correct. to smoke like ten packs a day. Yeah. Then he felt bad and wanted fell. to. He definitely did regret that afterwards. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Death usually <laughs> usually brings that on. Well, I'll do that to a person. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Moving Anyways, on. We yeah, mentioned uh, on. Mark Hamill, but in other. Uh, well, we mentioned space a lot too. And in, yeah, it's speaking Option. of going to space, like Leprechaun, <laughs> much like the Leprechaun, William Shatner has gone to space now. That's pretty Finally. good. Pretty good. I That's if they're uh, happy pretty, together. What a, he what a boldly went year this has been. where a couple of billionaires have gone before. Do you see how much it's supposed to cost to do that? Way like more than a billion dollars. Like hundred was million, like, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like a hundred million or something like that. A hundred thousand. It was like two hundred fifty thousand, I think. No, like okay. Now I'm gonna go read it because it's. Listen, Dana. These, however, whatever the cost. Okay, we have to let these rich pioneers, you know, of like waste their money with they. They could be solving so many other problems, so that they eventually make space travel affordable. Okay, that's just the way it goes. When you have money, you're allowed to go to space. We can run later. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I don't want to run. Peasants like us, though, to just get to just go to space, Dana. This is rude. I mean, I don't, I don't want like to. I feel personally. Yeah, I don't want to go. It's like a, a, of the two places him. I don't need to ever go. It's probably space and like the bottom of the ocean. No, I just I need I'm to lost. have a talk with Brendan here. He's like he said it's like two hundred fifty thousand. That's like <laughs> around a hundred million dollars per person. Yes, sir. But they ticket. have a sign-up sheet, so he know, has said ticket sales are around a hundred million. That is more money than anything should ever cost. Yes, that was kind of my point. Yeah, fair. But the billionaires are going to help us get there, apparently, is what I'm Eventually, yeah. From, so they could fund an entire company podcast. for one trip to space. Yes. Basically, yeah. Several <laughs> in our area. Several. Yeah, several. <laughs> they could pay for, like, several people's houses. Or for one several, trip to space. several uh-huh. wages. Um, yeah. At, at least one wage. They could afford <laughs> to let their employees go to the bathroom once in a while. <laughs> Can address some of the things that uh, were brought up in several things like <laughs> tonight. Anyway, good news is that William Shatner has apparently, when he got out of the shuttle, he said, "Everyone, in, everybody in the world needs to do this. Everybody in the world needs to see it." Oh yeah, yeah. Right away, well, please pay us then. Please play our tickets then, and we'll go. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Shatner, sir. We'll all go immediately. I'm sure it's super cool, but like oh, you know. That's gotta be way. Too- I'm yeah. still like excited when I see clouds in an airplane. So like, come on. Yeah, that is <laughs> that is pretty cool. See, I'll be and more excited when like- my when my hundred million dollars gets me into space for more than like yeah. <laughs> like, like a commercial break. Yeah, yeah. 
that is yeah you know what i'll be more excited when we go can we could go to an actual planet you know i don't want just i don't want to just go float around in the abyss i wonder if you have to do anything for that though like you've heard of about astronaut training and of course that's to go like into space into space but i wonder if you have to Um, do any like pre-training to be able to like you know what around for a few minutes you'd think so right because it's like you got to do like some preliminary courses just to go like skydiving and that's just like that's just plummeting right like going to space with the best of them yeah (laughs) going to space feels like a like much more of a challenge i mean all you're doing is sitting (laughs) there falling weird when we do night podcasts sorry guys. Yeah, we're all a little night sassy i think yeah. <laughs> night that's, sassy. A, that's a good point though like, uh, i was thinking that too like he's 90 and yeah. he's like that yeah. still dumbfounds me that he is 90 years old like that is not what i think 90 years old looks like and okay that's close-minded fine but it's, like it's all relative you know he's yeah. 90 and went to space uh, he's also written like 32 kind of makes, and i'm yeah, like yeah, uh, this chair that, like, my back he's also been pretending <laughs> to go to space for like how many years Old pro. So, oh, you know, like, like how how far a, is he had... actually going? Like if you know astronauts need all this training to go up there, and Shatner is a ninety year old man who just he's not. Really, he's, he's going to the atmosphere. I don't think he's technically going to space. If you want to. Well, they they go they I'm go to the uh, they go to the the point where like it's like technically scientifically considered space. Yes. So like they're yeah they're not like they're not out in orbit but they're just far enough out of Earth's atmosphere to technically be For 100 be million in you better be taking me to Mars. Yeah, I want to go to the moon at least. Launch a couple golf balls around, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do like uh like Armstrong did. That's fair. Listen, call me when you've terraformed Mars. And we'll, we'll <laughs> yeah. Call yeah. me when you've deterraformed Earth. The best thing I saw out of it was a was a meme based on uh, that Simpsons episode where Homer goes to space. It's a picture mm. of uh, Shatter sitting in the rocket, and they photoshopped the bag of potato chips into into his hands. Hey guys, look what I smuggled aboard. <laughs> I saw I saw a better one. It was like it's you know it, it was but it was a shit post, but it just made me laugh so hard. It was it was uh, the the same thing. It was like look what I smuggled aboard, but it was all the slices of American cheese, and Homer's <laughs> just sitting there in his underwear. <laughs> Simpsons, and the best Simpsons part was the person are doing God's work. <laughs> the best part was the person who tweeted it, but they'll blind the instruments. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't get over it. It was so funny. Uh, really appealing to the Gen Y audience this week with all yeah. our uh, Leprechaun <laughs> talk and old Simpsons references. But, yeah. uh, uh, breaking news, though, to catch up on here is we're recording here is uh, it breaking news bat- well it's, breaking it's not that breaking late minute addition to the to the uh, the outline uh straight from the cgm news deck it's a breaking news <laughs> that's excellent uh news wire thank sound. you thank you um, <laughs> so we we have our first glimpse at the at the Batman as portrayed by Robin Patterson. And I'm just going to need a moment here to uh, listen to his voice. It's six whole seconds. You'll be fine. I'm Batman. Close. Say I'm Batman. Doesn't. He He says. He's doing words. He says. Here you go. Whoever's playing it. We can now hear it. (laughs) I am. He says. It's not a signal. It's a warning. Yes. It's. Again. He sure is saying words. Like I don't Batman. I, I don't get why that's exciting. Because it's mean, scary Batman. That's what we're going yeah, for the, here. The, the one we know and love. 
Yeah, we're going for like angsty Batman. Pissed Isn't off. Batman always angsty? Rated R Batman. Come on. But after uh, Bale is you know what? really the scary voice. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. Like, edgy Batman is boring. I want to see them bring back, like, the 70s Adam West Batman. That was dumb. <laughs> I miss the days where Batman could, like, be fun. Your dreams are crushed. Why doesn't Batman dance anymore? <laughs> <laughs> or, exactly. Yeah, like, the, we've fallen into the trap of, like, always wanting him to be edgy, but, like, what about the detective stuff? That Yeah, exactly. They, they never do that anymore. Like isn't that what even, everyone about the Arkham games that it brought that back? Like I, I haven't played them myself. Well, that's the like, thing. Like even even was raving about. Everyone goes on about like the Nolan movies. Like like he's the best version of Batman. But like in both in all of those movies, he's always like four steps behind every villain. Like <laughs> the worst detective in the history of detective history. You guys just crushed all my air punching. I just want you to know. <laughs> I was excited. I was bouncing. I was punching all the air because of angsty Batman. And now those, you guys want him to dance away. for you. No, no I mean it's it's, it's, yeah. it's fine. This like yeah, the, the voice is fine. Like it, I'm I'm glad he's not doing a Bale impression. Oh. Yeah, that that's bad. kind of the worst thing. I was I mean I was pretty partial to the whole like Ben Affleck like voice modulation thing too because like just like I don't know like conceptually it made sense for Batman with all that tech to like have something that would modulate his voice. But like yeah. I don't know, it's because that, that was another one too where he ran the risk of doing the you know, where is he? Where's the bread? <laughs> yeah, like the, where is sounds like Ernest. Where's Harvey? Um, <laughs> yeah, like the, the the Dark Knight still casts such a shadow over the character. Like it's going to be the bar that get, he gets measured against for decades now. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good to see that they're not uh, you know they're trying to do their own thing with it. I, I'm not that excited about it as, as Twitter is. Twitter is losing its mind over it, but uh, that's true. I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I'm impartial to it. I'll, I'll probably go see it, but um, you know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run to the theater to go see it. Why not, Jordan? Because Dana might air punch him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I run the risk of getting punched. <laughs> I'm sorry. I swear, I was aiming at the air. So Swear to me. Sometimes, okay? <laughs> we punched. I don't know. I mean, but again, it's also like you know DC's like track record with movies in general. Like they've 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 they they got some faith back from me with like Shazam, but oh really? You know they they squandered a lot of you know their like Wonder Woman potential with Wonder Woman nineteen eighty nine seven. I don't know whatever year 84. it was. 84, 1980s edition. What year were you born, Jordan? It was 89. 89. Yeah, yeah, that's what I yeah, thought. Yeah, there you go. Tail end of the 80s, I knew baby. I was older than you. This sucks. All the cool stuff of the 80s without any of the having to be there. Me too. I mean, none of the cool stuff of the 80s. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I got to grow up with, like, you know, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and cause that stuff was all running in syndication, right? And like yeah. we still Nintendo. got cool stuff. I was born the same year Mario 3 came eventually. out. <laughs> so you didn't get to experience Mario 2 in its glory when it came I out. I didn't Sorry, get to Mario experience Mario 2 or uh, Mario Pat. 1. Not like not when they came out. I mean, I was just sort of like <laughs> born and I just had them. I was, was born you know, and had them. I, I, I mean, that's, I that's, also get things. I am that's honestly all I can I can have. I can't remember ever getting an NES. I just remember always having one. Oh man. Huh. So good. I've yeah, always had the that's same the same with me. Like, yeah. It was just we had it. I used to wake up, my dad play Mario Golf in the living room at like seven a.m. That's that's fun. 
that's a weird chat. We used to play Friday the 13th on our NES. I did not know that was a game. Oh, yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, it's uh, history has proven that it wasn't very good, um, but I yeah. liked it. I thought it was cool. An NES media tie-in, not very good? What? Well, I mean, they were all made by, you know, the, the company. Word, that, uh, words. That, uh, you know, we won't say their name, but it stands for Laughing Joke and Numb Nuts. What? That's a little AVGN reference for all you fun kids oh. out there. Yeah, LJN. LJN had the, okay. uh, had the, uh, like, the monopoly on all, like, most, side, like... Side note, Jordan. Guess what that company became after that? Wasn't it, like, uh... I, I vaguely, vaguely... That's right! It's so weird! LGN became THQ. Yeah, it's such a weird thing that they actually, like, you know, became something worth value. Was it, like, a splinter cell of LGN... Came. No, they just became the head of LGN. When it was kind of being weird, they just kind of merged off and became THQ, the toy toy headquarters. Yeah, they yeah, made some neat. real interesting uh, peripherals back in the day and uh, choices. Oh yeah, Def very Def very Def weird choices. choices. Although I, you know, I'll go to bat for Friday the Thirteenth because at least like, it it kind of actually managed to like nail down jump scares in the nes era because like those yeah. moments where you're going through the cabins they do have a bit of like weird tension to them oh, yeah. the music's really creepy like the the sort of like weird like first person perspective like d does a lot like i don't know like when i was a kid i used to be like really on edge during those moments that jason would just sort of like pop out at you and like it it, it was it was fairly effective Actually, L LGN had a pretty good, had some decent things in there, actually. They did uh, Maximum Carnage, the Spider-Man. Maximum Man. Carnage, yeah, I was just about to bring that up. That's one of the weird, like, yeah, cause, like, it, it wasn't all trash, but it was like 98% trash. Yeah. yeah, like the the Who Framed Roger Rabbit game for NES. It's, uh, also garbage. Karate Kid. <laughs> also garbage. This is like all the games that AVGN has covered. Bill <laughs> and Ted's, not, one, not once, but twice. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I had Jaws too. That was another LJN one that was really bad. Oof, that was the peripherals were so, were so bad though that they made. That was where. Yeah. Did the they make like a weird up. like drawing thing too? Draw a dinosaur or something? It was like some weird thing. That that I think Tommy Tallarico made the did the music for. I don't know. It was some like weird drawing peripheral. That's weird. And, they, weird. and that company became THQ. I mean, that explains a lot. That's there. why it was the best <laughs> time. And that's my NPR voice. Um, we did speaking, it! Speaking of new Nintendo systems, uh, let's move into our reviews and impressions segment. And uh, Jordan, you've been yes. uh, testing out something new and shiny from Nintendo. Yes, I did. I went to Walmart first thing in the morning. It was me and one other person. And uh, we ended up getting... And we're the OLED. best of friends now. <laughs> I w yeah, soft friend codes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was interesting because I was it was actually like they didn't even have them put out, which I thought was surprising. Like 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 neither the OLEDs nor like Metroid were actually out on the shelves. Hmm. So wow. I don't know why um, I don't know why that is, but Walmart is not great at uh, prioritizing these big launches. I find the I very saw or miss one on the weekend there was one yeah are we calling them oleds Ole yeah let's call them oleds oleds uh at um eb games near me 
and I didn't even register that that's what it was because I didn't it was know the blue that and red it ones? Also, yeah, yeah, I didn't know that they came <laughs> blue and red too. So last week we're sitting here talking about it. I'm like, they look so cool and sleek and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm just an idiot. That was just a special one. But well, you know what? I, I actually, I, I think, I don't know. I think the white one probably is like, like the nicer of the two, even because the dock is nice. white and it looks really mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, it's. Um, and yeah, you can always get like a pair of red and blue, like Joy Con separate, right? Like, um, yeah, I don't know what it ones. is. It was it a, it was a, it was a really, it was a really hard thing to talk about when you say because I was, I was talking about, um, about the PlayStation Five as well, right? And so, like it's something about how the system being white, like was you know it, it was nice like it just for some reason it made it look sleek after like so many years of the system being black and i was like oh god <laughs> there's oh, no way to say this and not sound like a racist <laughs> nothing good <laughs> nothing good so um, uh it's, yeah it's a weird thing but um yeah i uh it's, i i i think it's really nice like i really like it um i was surprised to like be, like read some articles how like it, it it is actually surprisingly like more than just uh, a better screen. Like there is some like the way they they actually change some of the internal components. Hmm. Um, they apparently they 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 replaced the like the, the the internal like I guess like like cooling mechanism from the old Switch. I guess uh it's like a smaller unit now. Um, That's kind of cool. Which I think is I think is fine because like overheating was never really an issue with the Switch, even though some yeah. people tried to like make it sound like it was. Yeah, mine's, um, mine's gotten warm, but not hot. Yeah, no, it's been always affected. been fine. I, I, I remember when I went to EB one time and I and I bought a game and uh, they were trying to sell me on the like the protection, like the, the the cartridge protection, and they were like, yeah, and they were trying to tell me this story about how they they knew a person who the the switch apparently got so hot it like fried the cartridge or like, uh, <laughs> like I I I got a screen protector one time. And they're like, yeah, you should uh you should be careful because uh, I had a friend who their their system got so hot it like used the screen protector to the system. And I was like, "But did you die?" Sorry. Well, like, my did, uncle like, works at Nintendo, it. and he says, Nintendo "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, "Do you know how hot this thing would have to get for that to be true?" <laughs> like, yeah, it, it would burn the hands before it burnt the cartridge. That's what I mean. Thing. Like, or simultaneously yeah. at least. Like, this is kind of off topic, but on topic. I just opened up Twitter because I'm completely engaged in this podcast, and um, the first <laughs> okay, thing I that I see is, "I haven't totally been playing is, Fortnite this whole time." Hey. <laughs> the first thing I see is what does OLED and Switch OLED stand for? Wrong answers only. And I, it was just weird timing, <laughs> and I wanted to share it with you all. And none of them are really that. Good. Can you say? Can you share some of the some of the the, the top top okay. entries? Well, I'll give you the first entries. We're not going to okay, call them the top. First one. Oh, look, expensive device. Think for it. It's not bad. Uh, okay, I can't. It's not even that say much that. more expensive than a regular Switch, so I'm going to no, call that a fail. Well. It's a little cheaper than the other ones. But, Obviously, yeah. it leaves much to be desired. I don't care if it's a right answer. Okay. Oranges, lemons <laughs> everywhere daily. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. Little existential Only evil is lemons. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Our lazy effort for dollars. All right. These aren't as great as I wanted them to be. Very mean. They're very mean spirited. I don't, yeah, I don't get it. They're coming for Nintendo and their, uh, their desire to get money this week uh, <laughs> here's this one it says only lead eggs digested lead is in lead oh. paint so please do not eat the eggs <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you uh, a lot of these are great no <laughs> i was really hoping for more i'm glad i was, was i'm glad a, i added this in <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a weird it's a weird it's a weird like phenomena that people are like 
like getting like OLEDs and being like, oh, this is not like, you know, Stupid. the next like Switch Pro like I was expecting it to be. It's just like, why was that ever the expectation? Like from the get go, we knew what this was. Yeah. Like all of these are overpriced device, overly lazy addition deluxe, overpriced, lazy, and enraging device. And then in brackets, I actually like the Switch OLED. Don't get mad. <laughs> what? <laughs> If you're enraged okay. about the upgrade and you like got it anyways, I mean, why did you, you know what? But, uh, I'm gonna this is crap. I'm giving him my money. Take my money. So like, so you know, getting getting back to like my you know thoughts about it, like it's it it genuinely does kind of feel like a like a more solid system. Like I don't know if that has to do with just like sort of like you know the way that the everything sort of feels like matte finished. Uh, the the kickstand is like so nice. It's mm-hmm. such a huge improvement. Um, mm-hmm. And just like even just like the like the screen in general, like it, it really is a small thing, but it like it does kind of, like you do you do notice a difference with like just like you know especially with like I I, I feel like we were I was talking about it, um last week too like a lot of these games that are very uh you know like bright and colorful um like particularly the Nintendo games like you know when you when you have a screen that's that has this kind of like vibrancy and this like you know it like this uh heightened contrast like it 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 does make them stand out a lot more too. Like even, yeah, even playing something like Fortnite, like I, I was genuinely surprised at just like how much like nicer it looks, just like all the colors in, in this game are like popping a lot more. And just like the whole world looks more like vibrant and, and come to life. And you know, the, the bigger screen too, like it, you know, it just, it feels like such a, such a, such, such an improvement over the last system. Right. Like, cause you know, especially cause the, the size of the system itself hasn't changed. It, it really genuinely does feel like, and I know it's, it, this is kind of a problem with that Nintendo has always had where like, you know, they'll, they'll release a product and then release like the, the finished version of it years later, like, like with the Wii and the, you know, the Wii motion plus controllers, like, hmm. oh yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Like those, <laughs> that, 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 those should have just, should have just been the controllers from the start. Like, yeah. but you know, this, this really does feel like like what the switch should have been from the get-go and it's like you know however much you want to you know harangue nintendo for taking five years to get there um you know it's up to you i and i wouldn't i definitely wouldn't say you were wrong to do that but like i genuinely like it and you know if you can if you're willing to get rid of your system like you know i i I sold my system to my brother for you know 200 bucks so it covered at least half the cost of it like and, you know, and even even like if you were, were to take it to EB, like, you know, not that I like, you know, sending people to EB on a regular basis, but, you know, trade in value on a switch is still 250. Like you can cover half the cost of an OLED by trading in your old one. Like it's oh. it's definitely worth having. And, you know, like I said last week, too, like for a guy like me who who does play his system like 99 percent in handheld, um, it really is a big improvement. And you definitely like you definitely can see it. Yeah, yeah like I, 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 I was gonna say like maybe the only ch- time where you wouldn't want to upgrade is if you're only playing like ninety nine percent docked. Like yeah, yeah. If you're if, if you're if you're playing this thing docked one hundred percent, it's not worth it. Like it's it's um, unless unless it does turn out that the rumors you know that the that the the, the, the dock is like you know capable of outputting four K and apparently has been future proof. Uh, that those mm-hmm. end up being true, um, then maybe it's worth an upgrade. But like, yeah, no. It's like if if if, the, if you're not carrying this thing around as much as I am. Um, then see that's the thing i don't i don't really play handheld now i'm going away next week so i might um but today i picked up the oled and turned it on and everything and actually sat down to look at it and put some stuff on it and 
it was blinding me. Like, holy crap, <laughs> this thing is bright. I look, of course, it's, it's on yeah, max yeah. brightness. I turned it down and everything, but like, it's turn on auto clear. Yeah, that's what I yeah. No, it's it's, like, it's, it's it really it's beautiful is screen. Absolutely. Normally, those things don't really affect me. I'm like, yeah, I can see it or I can't. And I don't care. But it was noticeable to somebody who normally doesn't. Yeah, care. and I'm just like, like I've been trying to test it out too, like with like games that like you know that do a lot with you know art style and color so like and like mm-hmm. and so far like you know gate yeah like like Fortnite is a good example like i you know i popped in uh like smash bros and it looked really good in handheld mm-hmm. um like hollow knight looked really beautiful in that uh it's just yeah like i don't know i don't know it's uh it you know it, it kind of just it is what it is but i've really been i've really been liking it and uh hopefully like you know what i you know from what i've read too like apparently they 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 they, they improved the uh the uh the the pa- like the side panels do so like the that the the joy cons like they they stay like locked better and i don't know if that uh if that'll be a uh, an issue you know if if you if you potentially drop the system you know because i've mm-hmm. even even with a like a protective case you know i've dropped my my switch and uh like even in the case like you know it still like dislodges the joy cons and then they're sort of like off forever right but that's right. more an issue that's more an issue with the joy con itself than with the the like the 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 like the the side rail you know because there's just like there's like a small little like a little like plastic nub that like mm. locks it to the rail right and if you drop it if, if that thing gets like even like 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 remotely dented then forget it you're never you're never docking that thing properly again <laughs> right um yeah. But yeah no i've uh so far I've, I've i've really really been enjoying it now you know i'm still i'm still waiting to to see uh because I, I i sort of like um i sort of sacrificed getting you know metroid right away to to get the the oled so like you know and and apparently like that is one of the games that sort of had like was designed like visually with the oled in mind Hmm. um because 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 you know when you go on the nintendo website too it does like there is a little like asterisk note that says like some games like are like will be like better suited to the oled right. than like the standard switch so like whether that just means like you know how much they can actually like put on the screen um mm-hmm. versus like other stuff i think that like remains to be seen but i don't okay. know fair. while we're happy about things chris you've been happy about some things this week I, I've been happy about something for a couple weeks now. I've been able to talk about it until now. Uh, I, I got to partake in the Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker Media Tour preview at the end of September. Uh, so I got the chance to check the game out for a couple hours. Um, like they do, uh, a special build of you know, the, the new content that's coming in the expansion pack next month. Um, and there was a little talk from Naoki Yoshida, the director of the game, uh, who is an absolute treasure who must be protected. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that was a, that was a really cool experience. Uh, getting to mess around in the sandbox version of the game and try to do classes. One of the classes is a healing class, and I have never played a healing class in Final Fantasy XIV, so it was a bit extra hard to get into. It's not, not my cup of tea, but looks very cool. I'm looking forward to seeing what people can do with it, who are people who are more inclined that way it's not me um but uh yeah the, the other new class the uh, reaper is a lot of fun the new areas are beautiful um very excited to see where, where all that leads um yeah that's really cool experience that was kind of a dream come true to get to you know be involved in the inside with one of those square pre-releases so and your fun new toy 
what did you time. get? Did oh you get yes, something? right. The uh, so in in the in the media kit thing that they sent out um, to the, to the to the journalists who were participating, there was this. Uh, it's a moon lamp. So way the, cooler than it sounds. That was the lamest thing I've ever heard. I know it's it's not a. <laughs> It, it it bears explanation. So the, the the new expansion takes place partly on the moon of, of of the world where the game takes place. So they sent out this. It's it's a good sized little moon replica, and it sits on a base. And when you when you turn it on and kind of you know manipulate it a little bit, you have to, you, you kind of have to pull it up from the base a little bit, and then magnets kick in, and it starts to rotate and hover like an inch off the office base and so the, the, the light turns on and it starts, starts rotating and it's now sitting on my shelf of final fantasy games <laughs> constantly giving off giving off light in my in my office slash basement so it's cool looking for sure one of, one of the neater little uh media tie-ins i've seen we got other... i think we're allowed to talk about what we got today right brendan yeah we're definitely allowed to talk about that we got a weird fancy box full of uh not great energy drinks. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's what really we got great. today. Who tell? I don't even know what games they're for. That's the problem. They just showed up. We didn't know they were coming. Yeah, it was a very dramatic box and very pretty cans. And what energy drink was it? Them. Yeah, what's the brand? It's it's the not it's not is... for the energy drink. Yeah, it's it's for games. So uh, it's just games. Wait, so you plug them into your games? No, 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 no. No. Uh, I gotta look up. <laughs> you feed them to your games and it makes it more intense? <laughs> really straight the OLED. I hate you. <sighs> a game company <laughs> sent us these drinks and each drink is for a specific game that's coming out. Um, did, 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 I'm gonna say it wrong. It's like Dedalic. Dedalic. Dedalic? Yeah. Dedalic, Yeah. Okay, so they're essentially unbranded energy drinks then. Yeah, boy, do they taste like it. Yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah, their choice. That is. It was power. Yeah, it was good. There's two more. What are I'm trying to remember the games because this is a really bad turn of events that I took here. Let's just 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 make it up. One was for Halo. Sure. One yeah, was for uh, Valorant. Oh. No, Halo and Valorant would have that uh, would have that name brand recognition stuff. Yeah, they would have yeah. good yeah. energy drinks. These would Halo already has. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Halo's already partnered with Monster Energy. No, no, they're definitely Rockstar. Is it Rockstar? Oh, oh yeah, it's COD. COD is uh, is the brand of choice for. I remember one of them. It's called Fling to the Finish. I think another one is called Zombie Rollers, but I'm not entirely sure about that one. Just letting you know. That's where I'm at right now. I'm sorry that I interrupted Link everybody. Link to the finish. Okay, well, that's Angry Birds, clearly. No. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely correct. Please please tell me that no one is advertising Angry Birds in 2021. That, that ship oh has sailed. Yeah, that, <laughs> it's that, over. Hey, don't speak too There could be a third movie. Please, please <sighs> no. There's anything holy. As long as, there's, as long as there's money to be made on Angry Birds, they will still Rovio will milk that to the ground. Oh man! Oddly enough, that's something I haven't heard about in a long time. Angry yeah. Birds. Yeah. Here we are. That's probably the right. That's probably good. Yeah. Do so you uh, have how, children? How, Aren't how they the times change? No, yeah. there's no. They have no exposure to Angry Birds, so. Good. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> now that now, now, now that now that you mentioned energy energy drinks, and I looking at uh, G Fuel flavors. Um, <laughs> Ew. I still have some Sonic G Fuel in the office, and I don't use it. Oh, really? 
Yeah. Don't you want to go fast? Jordan, I live to go fast, but I just go fast. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. You died uh, inside a little. Hey, Chris, uh, what else makes you happy? What else makes me going happy? Going fast? <laughs> uh, farming. Farming makes Yay, me happy. Yay, me too. Uh, so I just uh, was checking out Story of Seasons, Friends of Mineral Town on PS4. Well, I was playing on PS5, actually, but that's beside the point. Um, La-di-da. Yeah, I, I had no idea they'd remade this. This was like one of my favorite Game Boy Advance games. I totally missed the boat on it being on Switch and, and Steam last year. But uh, it's, it's yeah, a real shame. Well, I, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad I found out when I did, actually. But anyways, uh, yeah, it was nice to go back to it. Like, I... Stardew's, like, Stardew Valley's good, it's fine, but the whole time I was playing, I was thinking, I wish I was playing Mineral Town right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to, like, go back to it and, like, yeah, it, it, it old habits came back. I was like, oh, no, I need to plant this like that and do this and that, and this person will be here this time and all that stuff, so. Hmm. Yeah, you, I, I, I'll say, you know, because um, I did, I actually got to review it when it came to Switch, and it was something I was really keeping my eye on, uh, because, yeah, like, Friends of Mineral Town on the GBA was like next to like maybe next to like Animal Crossing, one of the games I've I played like the most maybe in my whole life. Like <laughs> that was my like entire like grade seven, eight, and nine. Like um and I was also like genuinely surprised kind of like how new it felt while still feeling like pretty uh pretty close to the original. Mm-hmm. Like they really did, you know, take a lot of, um, a lot of stuff, you know, that, that like other, like, like even games like Stardew kind of like, you know, brought farming Sims into the modern day. Like they, you know, they streamlined a lot of stuff and made it a lot like easier and, and, and less like, less like, you know, demanding to get into. Um, it was super fun. Also, I don't know about you, Chris, it was super fun. Uh, like going back to the old like television shows and seeing that they were still in their like pixel forms on the screen. Oh Yeah. Yeah, and I've started talking about like those long texts for some of them. Oh my god, was it the the princess one was like one of my favorites, and like Aaron changes was another good one too. That was a yeah, that's a that's a real little weird little corner of that game for sure. <laughs> I, I I didn't get I didn't watch it enough though. I I because I you know um I was really curious to see if they would keep in the scene that I distinctly remember from the GBA one where because for those of you who don't know, uh. Harvest Moon, Friends of Mineral Town, had a fun little TV show. Like, you know, you, you know, like most Harvest Moons, you get your TV and it'll tell you, like, what the weather is for the next day so you can, like, stay prepared and stuff. But uh, Friends of Mineral Town had a fun little, like, entertainment channel that had these, like, fun little, uh, like, stories. Like, you know, there's one where it's about a princess who's, like, you know, supposed to get, like, married to this, uh, you know, this legendary knight. But the she gets kidnapped by this, like, demon prince. And, you know, it's like you're... Pretty, pretty, t- pretty typical anime story. You know, she falls in love with the demon prince because he's actually a really nice guy. Um, and there's another one. Are. It's another one where where these two <laughs> two best friends, both of them are named Aaron, but like one of them's a girl, one of them's a boy. They switch bodies. And there's a fun little scene in that one where it's like the guy, the boy, but he's in like the girls' change room. He's like looking at all the girls because <laughs> he's in a girl's body. <laughs> and I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm guessing they took that scene out. I didn't. I haven't got that far in the show to like confirm or deny whether it's still there, but I would really love to find out. <laughs> well, that's actually one thing that's kind of nice about the new version is that you know back back when it was Harvest Moon on on the Game Boy Advance, uh, you had to buy like a different version if you wanted to play as a female character. Like there was a yeah. separate cartridge, a separate piece of software. Um, Cute, but now in the, I think it was called. 
Yeah, it was like girl, or, girl something. Yeah, there was some really clunky name. But anyways, now in the, in the in the new version, it's all like you you get two male, two female art, uh, avatars to choose from at the start mm-hmm. of the game, and you can romance anyone regardless. Yeah, that was a that was a really big deal. Um, I remember when I I like reviewed it because I was again I was genuinely surprised that they did such a good job bringing it into the modern day because it's you know it's it's one of those things that's like a very like you know old guard draconian thing about like you know Japanese games that they still kind of don't really like make. Uh, mm-hmm romance options inclusive for lgbtq people um and this one finally did and i was like wow that's really cool and they actually kept that going because even uh um pioneers of olive town had the same like romance option between both genders Hmm. i think i've like i've I've not been able to get into like any game since like any harvest movie game since the middle town except for like the ds one and well, I, I and GameCube around the same time, so I, I yeah, I've been totally out of it this whole time, like the last twenty years or so. I would highly, highly recommend uh, Pioneers of Olive Town. Like, it doesn't do everything right, but it does feel very much like it borrows a lot of ideas from Stardew, but it still does kind of feel like a very like old school um, Harvest Moon game, right? Like, it's it's it's, it's not it's not it's not really as big as like Stardew. Like, you kind of just have like you have just like your farm and the town, and like that really reminded me of like first gen like snes game boy harvest moon where you just all you had was your farm and the town and that was it Uh um but the customization like stuff you can do on your farm like does feel very like uh stardew inspired i'm in a a a stardew situation like i've got if you guys looked at my switch my xbox right now actually jordan i think um with stories of seasons you got me started on and i had gotten into stardew valley and i liked animal crossing and i i downloaded stories of i can't say it story of seasons i just recently uh got the new harvest moon i haven't started playing yet i've been playing this alchemy cutie game and like they're all kind of in the same family and i don't know where to land i haven't started any of the new ones yet because i don't i don't want to fall in love with too many of them is that bad is that weird <laughs> i would be very curious to see what you think of uh, mineral town actually yeah, I, I think I started it very, very briefly, but I was still in the middle of being addicted to Stardew Valley. I had just recently gotten into that, so mm-hmm. I never went back to it. And I just got the code for um, uh, the new Harvest Moon. I can't remember what the expansion's called right now, but uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know where to go next. This Alchemic Cutie game. Plus, well, yeah, I mean, plus, I... plus, plus these, well, these other ones don't let you uh, farm slime poop, so yeah. That's smelly true. beans. Smelly beans. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, we all know what it is. It <laughs> kind of depends because I mean, like, like you know, it's uh, like harvest or harvest moon as it exists today, like, isn't really harvest moon anymore, right? Like, mm-hmm. like the uh, you know, the original um, uh, what was it called? Bokujo Monogatari was like, which was like literally, you know, translated to like story of seasons. Um, like the original team who made those, like they moved on and became you know uh or they uh, you know the actual like the story of seasons franchise so like harvest moon as it, as it exists as owned by natsum is like a totally different like company and they haven't really been making good harvest moons oh wow i mean yeah, i heard that the, that's cool the newest convoluted. one you actually you actually lose stamina just from like walking around oh get out of here with that nonsense yeah uh, you actually what you, what you yeah for in like mineral town <laughs> exactly so like you know so take that with however you want it um i don't i you know i i know i know a lot of people uh hold friends of mineral town like the original in really high regard because 
you know, a lot of people say that Harvest Moon 64 was the best one, and this is sort of like the portable, like sort of enhanced version of it. Um, well, it's 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 either that or the the one that was on PS One, uh, Back to Nature, I think it was. Yeah, back but uh, or no, or well, Back to Nature was yeah, that was like the semi enhanced version of uh, the sixty four, yeah. right? It's, and 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 you ever thought Final Fantasy names were kind of off the wall sometimes? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh. I mean, it kept it pretty simple for the most part. <laughs> Tale of Two Towns is a good one. Uh, so Where the two towns there, there was that whole there was that whole weird like moment in time where like Harvest Moon was set on islands for some reason. It was like Why Sunshine not? Island, an island of happiness, and all this other weird stuff. They they so always like, had to go to the island eventually. It's just for a lot of series go. <laughs> go to the island. Well, actually, Pokemon followed suit. To be fair. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Pokemon's always kind of yeah. They always seven out of ten, not enough, thing. too much water. It's yeah. always been their solution. Just, just oh, move to a different island. <laughs> but what uh, now? What what's what's interesting to me, uh, Chris, and I was wondering what you thought about it because like the the like the whole the whole seeing seeing um friends of Mineral Town show up on the PlayStation like kind of didn't totally make sense to me because like it seemed like such a natural fit for the Switch like to be like a Switch exclusive because you know the first one was and PC. You know, on and, well and PC yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh but even even then like you know I, I just sort of seeing it like on the Switch um as like the uh as like the main like place of, of it's of also on the play. Xbox as well Jordan. Well when it first came out I'm pretty sure it was a Switch exclusive. No I'm pretty sure it was a PC launch for Oh so. Switch and PC yeah. okay. Well regardless no one cares about PC it's a dumb console anyway. Whoa! It's, 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 it's platform. Ah, nobody, nobody plays on the PC. Who are we kidding? Most people. Well, do. we're getting comments on this podcast. <laughs> um, but ding, yeah, because ding, like ding. You know, when you when you think about it, right? Like it just it it makes so much sense to be on the Switch because like it you know the first game came out on a Nintendo platform on a Nintendo handheld, it, yeah. And here comes the 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 like you know the the remake on a Nintendo handheld. Like it just I don't know like. Does does having to sort of sit down and like dedicate your like I'm throw it time? Out there. I'm gonna throw it out there. I feel that nostalgia is clouding your view right now. Well, but well, this, but this is because this is my feelings with with like Animal Crossing as well, right? Like I I've never been like crazy about you know the like an, like as much as I love every Animal Crossing in the series, I'll admit that I like the like my favorites have been the ones that have been on handheld systems because it's the kind of game that just suits a handheld console like pick up and play better than like having to sit down on a couch and like in front of a tv and like really like dedicate yourself to it yeah so like um yeah like the or the the whole nintendo of it doesn't bother me like that you know going from nintendo exclusive console thing to you know being on everything else doesn't really get me um but the portability i didn't miss it too much because Again, I, I I was testing it mostly on my PS5, and you know having it be able to boot up fast and you know, put it in rest mode reliably without it crashing or closing itself down because something else opens up, that made a big difference at least. Like I was I was able to kind of like you know rest by console, come back half an hour like you know two hours later, pick it up, play a day or two, save, put it back to rest mode. You know I I would bounce back and forth between it. So yeah, I mean having that having that speed of like load times made mm-hmm. a big difference kind of counteracted it that being said yeah like switch would have been you know 
probably my first choice just because of the portability. Like it, it definitely is an asset to this game, but you also have the option now to save whenever too, um, which I think also helps kind of ease the transition because you know back on the Game Boy Advance you had to save like when you slept basically. Yeah. Um, so now it's like okay, I can I can, I can start this. Oh, I, I've I've watered my animals, but I I've I other things to do this like today. But I have to stop playing right now. Just quickly save where I'm at and you know. It's 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 doable. It's not it's not that deal breaker. Uh, fair enough. Uh, actually, speaking of uh, farm sims, uh, you mentioned Alchemic Cutie, Dana, but uh, you also were checking something else out this week. I did. I did things. Um, I've talked about Alchemic Cutie far too many times, so I'm going to do it again for a minute, just a minute this time. Well, but uh, one one never aired. To be fair. Yeah. Well, that's fair. Oh, did that one? I don't know. I don't yeah, know if I talked one. about it way back then. Way back I'm, in the I'm, day. I'm pretty sure you talked about it two weeks ago when it didn't air. But anyways. I love it. I love that. It's all new. No, uh, I'm still pretty obsessed with the game. Uh, I love farming my little jellies. I still can't figure out half of it. Like, I know that sounds... I don't like feeling like I'm dumb and don't know how to game. But you're supposed to be able to, like, mate these little things and create better ones and raise their skills and blah, blah, blah. And... I can't find a rhyme or reason to how you mate them to make their skills better. Like I, I put two that have this and this and then completely different things happen. And I don't know why. And I oh, just keep finding new things every day and none of them are how to raise them properly. To but be I fair, will. I think that might just be like a part of the genre. Like again, to come back to, to mineral town for a second, like you have to kind of puzzle out like ever all the villagers, routines and stuff like there's a lot of stuff that goes on that doesn't really tell you until yeah, you've like, stumbled upon it so I, that might just not be like that might just be the genre itself not just the game yeah like it, it keeps saying like it, it teaches the beginning well you can make them you know lay eggs and when they do they'll fall in love and lay an egg and then you can get your skills up and i'm like that's cool but i need specific skills because you have to deliver these jellies to to give away like people order specific ones and, like, you need one with a, a tummy level of 25. That's the weirdest thing I've ever said out loud. Um, <laughs> and uh, and they all come at, like, level four. And the items that you have to raise the level are just an experience. Like, they're one experience point. And it takes, like, I don't know exactly how many, but a whole bunch to raise it a level. And they can only eat 20, 20 or so things before they turn into a relic. So you have to figure out how to, like, no, I'm upset. So right now I'm just collecting things until I'm no longer mad. And then I'll figure it out again. That's how Alchemic Cute is going. But I love <laughs> Very it. nice. Um, and then, yeah, I took a look at um, a new Disney Plus show in time for Halloween, Just Beyond. Uh, that just came out last week. It's uh, good family-friendly stuff. Um, a little bit cheesy, a little bit in the, like the preteen angst way of things but each show is a completely different cast completely different story and it touches on like all your halloween type favorites like one was about witches one was about like an evil headmistress brainwashing people uh one was about alternate universes and monsters and whatever um none of them were scary uh they were all cute and fun and family friendly with like good stories and they touch on like insecurities and all the things you deal with when you're young and old um, so it was a nice little family-friendly thing that I'd recommend for Halloween. There was one episode that had this little uh, monster in it that, like, bothered me. 
I don't like the look of his face. So that's, there's only one episode. It's called My Monster. I would not recommend it for small kids because like it gave me the heebie-jeebies. Other than that, they're all fine. Just the way this one guy looks and he's all silent and standing there. Nope. This was nope. like an R.L. Stein thing, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Absolutely. And I grew up reading like Night of the Living Dummy and stuff like that. So it was, it was a fun little throwback for me. A little, a little old for my kids probably, but I think a little anyone over like a preteen would probably be like, this is silly. If you gave it to Hall- a teenager, Halloween stuff is really hard to gauge, isn't it? Like it's, it's either you're horrified or you're way too old for this crap. There's no in between. Yeah, like well, like one year, it's, it's like, oh, this is too much for them, and the next, like, well, thought that the ship has sailed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never mind. They're way too old now. They're thirty. And the only way to find out is to traumatize to them candy. or bore them to death. That's true. Jordan, let's throw on masks. Let's go out this year. Let's do it. I'll put on a mask. I'm short AF. No one will know. Like, what, also, like, what are they going to say to you? It's just like, aren't you a little old to be doing this? It's like, uh, Absolutely. when do I get too old to stop enjoying candy? Like, yeah. if anything, I'm, I'm the ripe age for it because like, it's like, I'm old enough to still like candy and also understand that things cost money and I don't want to spend that. Really? Like, I'm just brilliant. If I could get free candy as opposed to paid for candy, like why wouldn't I do that? It all I mean, it takes I, me getting a costume. I may yeah. be too old to trick or treat, but I know you don't want that candy left over. So, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to give it to your kids? Yeah, have fun with that. When they all have, <laughs> they're all hyperactive with sugar. It's either your kids or yourself, and I know you don't want either of those. So, <laughs> I I'm I'm here to help you, really. Or you can just wait till after Halloween when all that those boxes of candy go on sale for like five bucks a piece, and then you're just laughing. Yeah, that's life hacks. Uh, uh, that's uh, at around Valentine's Day. Uh, for anybody that's listening that's not in Canada, we have Family Day just after Valentine's Day now. And every year, I made it a tradition that you go and buy cheap Valentine's Day candy yeah. to your loved ones on Family Day. Oh, that's a nice one. That's a nice yeah, Never, Never go out for dinner on Valentine's Day. Always wait for the day after. Yes, sir. And when all when all the, the restaurants bring their prices back down to like normal, <laughs> put away the year used tablecloths. Sorry, I was a server for many many years. <laughs> I've and seen used some napkins. Yeah, no dice. Ew. No but dice. if you do eat too much candy on Halloween, uh, Brendan looked at something this week that might be able to help you shed some of that uh, sugar content. I don't. I I I don't. What, what did I do? Oh yes. <laughs> This sorry, is what that was fills it in for you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Good job. Um, yeah, no, I got to see. I got to check out the um, Fitbit Lux. We're still, I guess, we're going to look at the other one eventually. But it, I love Fitbit has become a long way since the early trackers. They've really made the device seem a lot more slick, a lot more um, stylish. I find that this one interesting. This Fitbit Lux comes with the option of getting it with a, like a metal band. To make it look more like a bracelet so if you wanted to kind of give it that look you can and it has all the features you'd hope from fitbit so it does have uh tracking your heart rate your oxygen blood oxygen level all the fun stuff that makes it really exciting um and it's not all that expensive pardon said it's pretty that's it is pretty and it it lasts for about a week and that's kind of great so yeah i mean you can buy a new one that's how it works (laughs) one week it explodes I think it's cheap, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, it's actually quite nice. I did lo- like it, and I think that uh, 
even though Google now owns Fitbit, they seem to be doing good stuff. And the the new Charge 5, which they're just releasing soon, or just released, is also looking similar. So I'm kind of excited to see that, how that one does in comparison, which I'm um, sure we'll figure right out. Will Smith just, well, not just, but is just coming out with uh, his stuff for the Fitbit, too. They just announced that this week. He's got, like, a, if you do Fitbit Premium, uh, there's a bunch of videos and stuff on there that you can use uh, from Will Smith and work out with him. I was really hoping you were going to say he was coming out with a new, like, album. <laughs> no. That you can only listen to on your Fitbit. Yeah, on your Fitbit. <laughs> That's it. He'll get you moving. You're good. Yeah, because when I think fitness, I think of the Fresh Prince. I do. Yeah, well, like, did you I guys, mean, did you guys remember ripped. what happened with all that? Like, how this came about? I don't know if you guys are that up on your Will Smith social media. I've been um, watching Fresh Prince recently, but I'm not up on his. Uh, uh, it was anyways. a few months ago, like during pandemic, he uh, posted a picture on Instagram of like his normal oh, self. Oh yeah, yeah, and he he had gained some weight, like he was a normal human being for once. And people called him out on it, and he's like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna get fit. And like a bunch of other male celebrities were posting their pictures of them like shirtless, and we're like this is what we look like. Let's do it together. And they all motivated each other and, and ended up with Will Smith working with Fitbit and he's all ripped and stuff now. There you go. Well, yeah. Cause it wasn't that the whole controversy it was that like, he only did it to like, like promote the idea that he was going to like get fit, like with like this thing that he was like, like a brand partner with. We know that that's what happened. I mean, it's probably what mm. happened, but it's a, good, it's a good chance. But whatever, I'm happy. He feels good about his body, and people on the Instagram were all supportive and doing the same. So good for everybody. Everybody's yep. happy. Good, good for him. Like Although I, I, I wish I had his dad bod. That's not also, that's, yeah. that's not a dad bod. That's... I wish I had his dad bod. <laughs> not like that. Oh, that that's... came out wrong. It definitely did. For, like how old is he now anyways like that's fine for guy his like late 50s like, yeah he's got to be in his 50s yeah he is plus like you know that. when you when you have the backing of uh like a company like fitbit and you know his finances it's it, it's it's good to get in shape i guess yeah 53 somebody that'll Jesus. cook for you every day yeah i wish yeah. i looked like that Me at 53 eating? yeah what's exactly. your secret i wish i looked like that at 33 <laughs> thank you uh your yeah. secret Billions of dollars. <laughs> and Fitbit. A decades-long <laughs> successful Fitbit career. paying me millions of dollars. <laughs> hey, man, I'd take a personal chef. Healthy food for me is like, I ate some lettuce today, and then by the end of the day, I'm eating six <laughs> bags of chips because I'm so hungry. I ate a single piece of celery. I did it. did good today. Negative but calories. The, but the lettuce vouches for the chips when it gets to the stomach. Yes. Yeah. So. It's, it's fine. So. You would think so. It's not the case, guys. <laughs> if only it was um yeah just to kind of wrap up let's uh what, what else have you guys been playing that's not for uh official capacities or for reviews you got nothing or checking nothing. out other media yeah i mean bloodborne jordan you're watching something i am i started watching uh squid game oh there you go and it's exhausting why it's just so stressful oh okay and it's and it's like finish. sad too yeah i so. i don't know i'm in a, a place in my life where i'm starting to cut out like things that are triggers and like really miserable because i find myself sitting here watching medical dramas all night and by the end of 
denied. I'm like, well, this was the worst I mean, day of my life. I don't know why, not, they, like, I don't know know. why they exist. Why do people yeah. do this to themselves? Why? It's <laughs> not always like the, like, you know, a net, like, neutral. My girlfriend started watching Chicago MD and it's like, it makes me angry. <laughs> yeah. It's like ER it's was like, successful for so long. So now we just have to keep making shows like this, even though it makes oh everybody God, They're miserable. so good. Like, I can't. They're, I watched so many of them and I have when I had my son. So that was almost seven years ago now. Uh, while I was on maternity leave, my husband at the time came home and I had literally watched Grey's Anatomy all day. And sorry, I'm not talking to a bunch of ladies here, but after having a baby, you're insane. And I was just hysterically sobbing all day. He's like, what are you doing to yourself? I'm like, but it's so good. And like I said, not I just good, recently, just now, seven years later, decided I'm going to stop doing that. Like I deleted all my medical dramas. And now my ex-husband, um, he was like, so what did I tell you seven years ago? I'm like, shut up. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it only took seven years. We're fine. Grey's Anatomy is almost over. So I can I can let go now, guys. I oh, it'll never go. end. But that's not, not, not a good mix all for the postpartum other brain. Too, no, it's so bad. It's so it's not... bad. The, the only medical show that there. needs to exist anymore is Scrubs. That's the only one um, we need to just yeah. get the rest yeah. of it. That got series. real sad, too. Brendan Fraser, hello. That had its moments. It had its moments. Oh, but it's not like Zach Braff you know. always knows how to get me. Always Garden State. Mm. Nobody. All right. Oh no, I nope. love Garden State, but. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Nobody else is doing anything cool. Chris, what are you I've, doing? I've been playing Metroid Dread. Uh, and Jordan and I were both excited about that one. I'm actually I I I went for the Dread instead of the OLED. Um, right. And uh, it's a fantastic. Ride in there somewhere. It's yeah, <laughs> red like Samus's armor um oh. yeah no it's it's everything i kind of hoped it would be actually i'm kind of taking my time with it um some people said it's not the longest game i'm probably six to seven hours in and i feel like i'm halfway or so um yeah. that, that, there's always the replays and stuff like that too but uh, it's everything i hoped it would be so that's nice to actually have that happen after so many games are like oh well i mean it's good but it's not like you know what it could have been um joe who reviewed that for us i was talking to him about it and he's like i didn't i don't want to say it but the game's really hard (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no dread is actually pretty hard but only in certain parts um like the throughout the main metroid familiar stuff it's 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 about what it it's about what you expect but in the second where was... you go into the Emmy zones, like where the where the robot from the trailer is just like actively mm-hmm. hunting you, that's well, I was, su- I was surprised. To, I was surprised to see you can counter them. Like you still you have a window to get away from them. It's it's you have a window, but it is very precise. Um, okay, because people on Twitter are making it look really easy. <laughs> yeah, I I still haven't quite figured it out. Like I when I get it, it's usually just kind of like oh I tried it and I actually got through. <laughs> like um yeah you have a very small opportunity to counter if you mash x at the right time um hmm. but basically yeah if you get caught you're kind of screwed but uh yeah that's that's when it gets hard is because like you have to get through an area and this thing is patrolling you. if you make sounds it'll detect you and come chasing you and if it gets you yeah it is it is a one-hit kill um but uh yeah like aside from that it's about standard metroid stuff like you know the bosses are kind of hard at first until you get the pattern and then it's like just a matter of executing it right like i I, this one boss that takes place probably underwater um and that was just difficult and that you know getting used to fighting that much underwater like you generally try not Mm -hmm. to do that like like a 
un- until you have the gravity suit and can move freely underwater. That's something you don't really, really want to get stuck into um, until this boss makes you do it. So like that was difficult in that regard. But otherwise, you know, I've played the other Metro games a fair share of time. So like it's 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 on par with those for sure. Like I, I I'm not sure where I'm going to rank this one when I'm done playing it. It's going to be tough competition for what uh, chases Super Metroid, in my opinion. But uh, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm excited for it. You know, I was uh, I was pretty happy with um, Samus Returns. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing sort of like a like a like a nice sort of like return to form uh, for Metroid. Like yeah, you know, quote unquote, because it's not like you know, it's not like other M didn't have like semi two D sections and it was a you know mostly good game. Yeah, there was just story, a lot of weird stuff around there. Uh, the the story was yeah really, and they kind of yeah. did a bad job with Samus as a character. Gameplay wise was fun, but uh, yeah, gameplay no, was awesome. It's it's, it's it's a lot like Samus Returns because it is Mar- it is Mercury Stream doing it again. So mm-hmm. it's basically like for me, Samus Returns was really good, but I I was kind of I felt that it was kind of held back by the 3ds physically. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. I I played on the on the new 3ds XL, which is you know not an insignificant handheld, but the hinge on always felt kind of weak to me, so like my my top would move a little bit, so I was a little like paranoid of my own physical movements as I was playing action segments in that game, um, so to have it on a more solid system, and you know they they've had a few years to kind of tweak the for, like the engine that they used, so yeah, it's 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 a much improved version of Samus Returns um in a lot of ways like level design as well um is pretty fantastic i'm 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 real i am really excited man like metroid is you know like my my favorite game series of all time so it's really itching to try not, not to oversell it because uh yeah i don't want to don't want to raise expectations but i know i'm gonna love it i'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried it, about you know should make you pretty oh. happy i think Playing it and be like, "Oh, this is a letdown." Said it was the best one ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, Metroid has been very consistent. Even in, the even the most, even the Metroids areas, that yeah. nobody liked were still pretty consistent. In most in most areas, yeah, depends on yeah. That's a I different thought topic. Federation again. Force was pretty good. Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, none of you guys showed up for Federation Force. Poor Reggie. I interview. Like, I interviewed the person that did that, so shush you. I'm not saying you. I'm saying the majority of people who were like, eh, this is the Metroid we want. They got all excited because the Prime logo showed up, and then it wasn't a Prime game traditionally. I mean, I, like, I didn't get excited for Tingle uh, as a Zelda fan, so, I mean. Well, you should have, because Tingle's great. <laughs> should have known you defend that. <laughs> I, Anyways. I wish that they released that Tingle game in, 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 the, in the Western Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Tingles like mm-hmm. magical rupee land or whatever it was. It's amazing. Well, that'll never happen. Um, <laughs> and so on that mystical note, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to read more on these topics and more, you can find full coverage at cgmagonline.com. Uh, mm-hmm. Be sure to follow CG Magazine on all the socials. Just search for CG Mag and you, you'll find us. And uh, if you've enjoyed today's discussion, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes or your podcast service of choice or tell your friends. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Uh, Brendan, where can people find you? Uh, Bfry26 and basically everything. Nice. In- including on that. <laughs> Clap and done. <laughs> uh, Jordan, where can people find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, at NinjaXJordan. You can find me on uh, YouTube, making videos, uh, Ninja Jordan Reviews. And you can find me talking to myself on uh, SoundCloud and other podcast hosting sites with Ninja Jordan's Not At All Interesting Podcast. And cool. street corners everywhere. <laughs> Back of my trunk in the parking lot at the Sears. That got weird. And uh, Dana. I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, I'm, about at, I'm at Kalena. C-A-H-L-A-Y-N-A. Uh, at some places. Where am I? I'm Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, sort of. That's about it. Awesome. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hoogathy, that's H-O-O-G-A-T-H-Y, or on Twitch at Guild2Taps. Um, for all of us here at CGM, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week.